Welcome to Beholder's Eye Season 2. The fabric of reality is threatened by the living plane taught Oman. Its demonic wife, Anat Ona, is barely held in her ethereal prison while their son, Murat Hall, ravages the Great Isle. One crew is out to stop this devilish family. They are the Chaos Quartet. Zalara of Sin Ilnor, Blessed of Shamhara, World Protecting, Elven Druid Monk. Garen Kelso, Dimension Hopping Vagabond, High Elf Bladesinger. A.P.U. Warforged Fighter. Siobhan, the Half-Mud Huntress. At the same time, the Empire of Crux is trying to reach its fascistic claws across the Pleiades. Under the direction of Lord Magnar of House Bjorn, one crew is battling the hubristic hegemony from inside its own borders. They are the Crucian crew. Usk. Lizardman Druid. Rosie Hanna Ironcold Lee Green Roblack Bluebeard, aka Rosie, Gnome Artificer Bard. Nita, the Raging Mother Bear of Shamhara. Drathan, Inspiring Leader, Scourge Azamar, Paladin of the Ancients. Alright, who wants to let us know what happened last episode? I guess that's me. Uh, so, last episode, um, we picked up with the east side crew on their last day of journeying through through the pass um, we learned a lot about kind of the empire and a lot of information was conveyed about what we were going to do and how we were going to go um, we got to the first major checkpoint of the empire outpost 89 yep. and um when we entered we saw really kind of the empire as a whole we saw um, we, we, we saw a shanty town with kids trying to flee over the border, people trying to leave the empire, and the soldiers that were basically abusing them and not letting them through. Um, we started to investigate, kind of, or at least uh, throw about what we were going to start doing, trying to proceed along with our, our task that we think we have, and decided to follow up on a lead given to us by our nice cleric friend of somebody who might be able to help us in the Empire. Um, we then um, finished up the episode with uh, the departure of Margaret, who uh, had indeed been confirmed killed from two episodes back. So, um, yeah. And but that's he's a real dwarf it. now. He's a real boy now. <laughs> um, so yeah and that's where we left it <sighs> okay um so you guys do walk into the um i guess the local watering hole of outpost outpost 89 you'll notice that um you know you do see like a blacksmith in the area um and like i said before the the town itself isn't really much of a town it's just kind of slapped up there and you'll notice that there aren't any names on anything it's just kind of drab things are what they are um mm -hmm. here at the outpost so you do walk in there are soldiers there getting drunk it's a small um tavern there maybe five tables um number of chairs people are standing drinking talking um there is one big fire pit in the middle and then a small bar that uh, has a uh, human soldier back there who's actually acting as the bartender so um, you will see, since you are looking for them, you will see a uh, half-elf sitting at the bar, and he is wearing the robes of St. Archon. He's got um, 
a mug of ale in front of him. It's mostly gone, and he has what you can only imagine is a backup mug of ale right after that. Okay, so I'll walk up to him and say, that one ale does look very lonely, and I'll motion for the bartender to buy him another, or, I mean, I'll buy him another. Oh, wow. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I really appreciate It is uh, my pleasure. Yeah. Cousin. Well, cousin, sit down. Absolutely. Let's get faced. Oh, I am unfamiliar with that term. Shit-faced? Ah, uh, very drunk. drunk. Yes. Yes, that does sound quite exciting. And yeah. I would guess I'll order one for myself as well. <laughs> okay. okay. So uh, they do charge you um, for both of them. It's going to be just two copper. Okay. The ale is watered down and crappy. Oh. I will whisper to him. I'll say, I imagine to get faced with this ale takes quite a bit. I'm on number 14. Ah. <laughs> uh, 15 is to you. My pleasure. Yeah. You so are... what brings you to Outpost 89, cousin? Well, I am taking a friend to... <laughs> um, <laughs> the Church of St. Crowley for some church business. Really? Crowley? All right. Yes. I'll pop up beside him. Yeah, that's me. That is her. Oh, well, hi. Hi. Yeah, they, um, I, I build stuff for them sometimes or get stuff that they need. Oh, great. Well, I am Father Rum. Um, Father you know, Rum. Rum in name. Rum in action. Of course, this is just basically liquid oh. piss here. Yeah. Do they have anything better than just ale? They do not. Oh. They do not. Well, that's Does too bad. the entire country have anything better than ale? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's not much here in Pinewall, but, you know, you're going to find some traders along the way, along uh, Gregor's Highway there, who will have some stuff for you. Um, and Christian uh, Brandy's quite nice. That uh, is there. my other friend, our yeah. guide. Oh, and a uh -huh. crucian to boot, huh? Mm, that yes. is why she is our guide. Yeah. He stands up and he extends his hand to Nita. And she'll extend out her hand to his. Yeah. Well, <laughs> nice to meet you. My name is uh, Father uh, Mortram. And your name? Uh, my name is Nita. Nita. Nice yeah. That's a pretty name. Nice to meet you as well. <laughs> I'm you, Rosie, you by the way. Hi, Rosie. So you traveler, Nita? <laughs> I on business. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm a traveler myself. Been all around the Great Isle, been down the Black Sea, Old Green, been out in the Western Wildlands. Wait, where you travel to? Uh, traveled to the other side of the pass, and now back again. Ah, well, you know, we got to start somewhere. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Can I get you a drink? Uh, of course, yes. Um, and so, she'll accept a drink, sure. Okay. What did yeah. you? Uh, she'll drink it. So you guys are no. heading out. I'll get off my bar stool and have Nita sit there. <laughs> She'll drink it all in one go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like to see. All right. Well, um, I found, uh, at least on uh, my extended time throughout here, uh, of <laughs> this is how you drink this ale if you want any effect. <laughs> Woman after my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so... Um, so you guys just stay in the night or how long are you in town? What's, um, we may be in town, uh, for a little while, you know, uh, rest, uh, 
rest our weary legs after the the trip to Zipaz. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's quite uh, it's quite interesting there at the moment, actually. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we ran into literal demons. Really, you don't say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but uh, your 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 other uh, uh, sister, she was very uh, your or your cousin, I uh, was very helpful, and she helped us uh, get through safely, and uh, we are very appreciative of. of oh, her. Clemmy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, very nice lady. She actually lets you call her Clemmy. <laughs> yeah, I've known her for a long time. I mean, that doesn't you, seem you like a about... name she would like. Oh, she hates it. Ah. <laughs> Ah, so you're that kind of friends, I see. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, mm-hmm. um, spirit like mine can't be contained. Yes. Uh, oh, of course. Yes. Uh, uh, with a wanderlust like yours, it's uh, it it can't be satiated, I guess. You know, Thales put me on this planet to do one thing, and that was to explore and find as many things that were interesting as possible. And I've been doing that, been collecting that, and it's been a very good life. Just nothing more than new experiences. Yes, uh, and are there any new things here in the Empire recently? There's old things in the Empire, but new happenings. I'm sure you saw those lights. Yes, um, yes, uh, we did. Uh, Clementine said that they they are new. Yeah, very new. Hmm. Very, very new. And has uh, has the church figured out what's going on? Or I don't know. I haven't figured out what's going on, and, and they're not exactly, uh, you know. Uh, Grand Abbot's not the biggest fan of St. Archon and his followers, so I'm kind of left out. Oh, yes, uh, so that would be unfortunate, you know? Um, uh-huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is and it, it is it is and it isn't, you know, because we get to travel as much as we want. Well, that's very true. Yes, um, few people get to travel more than you. I I would expect. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, tell but me, have you visited some... more places than uh, the Great Preacher or One the for great... One? You mean uh, Blevin? Blevin, yes. I'd imagine so. Hmm, interesting. I, I can't imagine. There's maybe only two or three spots in this whole continent I haven't been to. Is that is very few spots? I would suspect. Very few. Yes. Um, there is one place that there's been some happenings, and it shouldn't. It's not too far from here, but I think that it's something I'm very interested in now. Oh, really? Um, I think yeah. I uh, might also be very interested in that. Um, you know, to get caught up with uh, happenings in the Empire. Yeah. Well, and then he kind of whispers conspiratorially with you, and he says, "You know, you remember the old city of uh, Grandling here in Pinewall, right? Mm-hmm. It's um." Well, there's been said to be a lot of activity. Some of the lights like what we're seeing up above the mountains over the city itself now. So, you know, nobody really wants to go in one of the old cities by themselves. So I'm looking for someone to help me out. Maybe get in there. Maybe someone who's a guide Hmm. and and somebody with a, you know, rambunctious little gnome friend. And uh, by now, Rosie has uh, climbed onto a bar stool, a couple down if it's available, and will be like looking to see if she can figure out if there's a better drink or if she can get like kind of peeking behind the bar to see if there's a better way to to get the ale if they just have it watering down as they're putting it in the mugs or if you can get the ale without <laughs> it or like. Okay. And just standing right next to Rosie the whole time, just so he is doing something, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I think that uh, lizard person over there is about to eat your little friend. (laughs) (laughs) 
he has yet to, and it's been quite a while. And yeah, he's he's pretty full today. He ate quite a, a breakfast. So, um, oh, you know and, him? Or her? <laughs> yes. As he says, lizard friend, like, would us hear that at like a 23 passive perception? <laughs> yep, for sure. <laughs> so he just spins around to notice him. Um, and tell me if, um, if, if some, uh, sort of guide was to, uh, go into one of the, uh, the ghost cities, uh, would we have, uh, papers letting us off of the highway? Well, that's something that I may be able to give you. Hmm. I may have something of that nature. Well, yes, because obviously we would want the proper clearances. Yes. And she'll smile. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Hmm. We need that for sure. Well, I can speak for all of my friends. Uh, we're in. Oh, really? All right. Mm -hmm. Yes, none of them will object. I'm sure of it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, he holds out his hand. Well, that sounds like a deal to me. Sounds like a deal. And she'll shake his hand. All right. <laughs> She's got a real firm handshake, by the way. It's really firm. Yeah. yeah. And he comments on it. <laughs> yes, uh, you know, uh, you you get one of those little things that you you move. You know, you can crush it all day, um, <laughs> and then you move yeah. up to a log and you just crush logs all day with, with the hand until you build up proper proper strength. Are you flirting with me because you're hitting all my buttons right now? <laughs> no, I I wouldn't possibly be. It it would it would take maybe about forty more before I'm in a good flirty mood for this uh, this drinks of ale. Bartender, fifty drinks. <laughs> in my twenty-two to investigate how they're pouring these drinks, have I seen that they're watering them down after the fact, or is it just watered down in the whatever container they have it in? Um, as you're looking at it, you'll notice that they, um, you can see behind one of the kegs that they're actually pouring it out of. There seem to be two little spouts going into it. One is attached to a block of ice that's actually frozen and just kind of slowly dripping directly into the keg itself. Um, and the other one is, uh, the actual ale coming in. So, hmm. Can I slide of hand to get an actual, like, just ale cup? You're gonna have to do a stealth check and then uh oh, stealth. Yeah, because you gotta sneak back there behind there. Twenty-two to sneak back there. Alright. Usk notices. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just staring at Rosie as she walks all the way around. <laughs> and then thirteen to get the drink. Alright, you're able to get yourself a, a full normal mug of ale. Okay, and then I'll pop back up by them and be like, Hi guys! So where are we going? Uh, to uh, our friend here has procured us uh, passes to enter the cities of ghosts. Well, that sounds spooky. Mm -hmm. Okay. Not feeling that. Sounds very interesting, there. <laughs> and what can we expect in the city of ghosts? Well, besides uh, ghosts and cities. Uh, all matter of uh, undead and burnt husks and ruin and other interesting things my friend has said here. Hmm. I like yep. that. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, we are looking for interesting things on here on this side of the pass. Yes, shall we rest for the night and head out at dawn's light? <laughs> that was uh, almost poetic, Drathen. Thank you. Uh, yes. That sounds like an excellent you. idea. 
or or maybe we head out in the in the depth of night with uh, passes underway. Hmm. How far from here is it? Uh, I don't know. Sam doesn't know. <laughs> is it yeah. like a day's ride or? <laughs> no, it's going to be two days. Well, if it's two days, it doesn't really matter when we leave, does it? Well, if we don't leave without the proper paperwork, then yes, it does. Oh, there's paperwork. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's paperwork. Mm-hmm. Our friend I hate will. Uh, we we will file the necessary papers, and we shall leave then. Ah, uh, rum, yep. rummy rum. Um, yeah. So how how long do we have to wait for those? Well, I can have them ready uh, tomorrow. I guess we sleep then. Is there any like music going on in this place or? Nope. It is extremely drab and soul sucking. Excellent. I'm going to Rosie. chug the rest of my drink, <laughs> and then I'm going to go start playing. <laughs> and I'll accompany her on my pan flute. Okay, guys, give me a Yay. performance check. 22. Ditto. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> we are simpatico. <laughs> At first, everybody, there's kind of an annoyance, like, shut up, as you start to play. And then as you continue, people start really getting surprisingly into it. And they start cheering, singing along, and uh, ends up being a good night. You guys make 20 gold off of it. A piece or total? Total. Cool. That was beautiful, as always, Rosie. You're really good with that flute. I don't think I've heard you play in a long time. Yes, I have not been feeling it, but I think this place needs much cheer. I agree. Did you know that if you get behind the bar, you can actually get yourself a mug of real ale? Hmm. And did you pay for that mug of real ale? Sure I did. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I will stick with the watered-down, paid-for version. Ugh, you're no fun. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Are you guys going to do anything else? Uh, Nita will see how many of the 50 she can get through. <laughs> oh, the drinks. Oh. <laughs> okay. So after uh, like a song or two, could I potentially go try to get Nita a real drink too? Um, yeah, you could for sure. Nita. Hey, hey, Nita. Hey, what's up, Rosie? Do you want a better drink than that? Uh, yes, uh, that, that would be nice. Um, this is a rather unfortunate state, for sure. Can you distract the, the bar guy for a second? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes. Okay. Um, Anita's gonna stand up, walk straight over to the bar band. She's gonna go, <laughs> uh, soldier, I, I have a question. Yes? Um, so, uh, so the ale I have been drinking all night, uh-huh. it's, wh- where is it from? It's, we make it. You make it, and you make it here in the back, or here in the town, or what? We, we make it here in the back. Huh, I see. And is it uh, alcohol from, is it rye, or, or, or barley, or... <laughs> and as she's doing that, I'm going to pop back up to her spot with, a, with another mug, having rolled a 19 for stealth and a 17 for sleight of hand. <laughs> okay. Well, I assume that's okay. I mean, it's kind of a mixture of all of it together. We just smash as much stuff as we can to get, you know, the juice out. I, I don't actually make it myself, but I'm pretty sure that it's, uh, you know, just like wheat juice. And then you ferment it, and then it becomes ale. Oh, well, I see. Um, I was just wondering as to the prominence, because it is, uh, it is quite fine. Yes. Well, you know... We, the Imperial Guard puts their mind to anything. There's nothing we can't conquer. <laughs> uh, correct. Yes. Yes. And Rosie will be popping up on the stool and like waving at Nita. <laughs> well, 
thank you very much. I will return to my fantastic ale. Well, um, I'm glad to be of service to you and, and your country. <laughs> yes, you are a credit to the Empire. And she'll walk away. Here you go, Nina. <laughs> and she'll drink it, and it will be much better. <laughs> this is better. I'm not as cold as the other ones. The other ones are much colder, but it's good. It's good. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> All right. So, um, you guys make your way to... I mean, is there anything else you guys want to do? <laughs> if Nita no. gets super plastered, mm-hmm. I'll uh, I'll use I lay on hands to cure a condition, <laughs> so she's not hungover in the morning. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Um, yeah. So um, you- yeah. Constitution twenty. So maybe, maybe she's sure. Let's Dang. see. So you drink fifty beers. As many as you think I could get through in a reasonable night. Of 51. Yeah, that, would, that would be insane. <laughs> uh, one full one. I don't think you can possibly intake that much liquid. <laughs> no, I don't think you could either. So uh-huh. let, let, let's say you do hit, uh, um, you know, you hit a good 15, though. Sounds like a good night. All right. So we will cut to Zalara and Garen. Well, this place is different. Yeah, I am. Um, well, at least we still have the Heartstone. Yes, at least that. As you guys are climbing the steps, and so far you've been climbing for about a day, or what feels like a day to you. It's hard to tell time here because the scenery seems to be changing constantly. Um, at times you do see other staircases like an Escher painting just all over the place. And other times it's through blackness. Sometimes there's just a solid color out there. Hmm. And where you're at right now, it's been half a day's travel, and you have to climb up each step. Each step is about eight feet tall. Well. Do I have anything for that? <laughs> I probably... Well, I could turn into something. You're a monk. You can just jump up. <laughs> and I'm pretty dexterous myself. Yeah, I can't quite run up walls yet. That's level nine. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, right. So um, you guys are making your way up. And as you do so along the way, you do see that there are certain gates. You'll hit a landing and there are certain gates on either side. You're not sure where they go, but it just seems like this constant going up. Um, do the gates you know, it, look different? Yes. Okay. They all look different and they all look unique. Okay. And toward the end of the second day, or what feels like the second day, after climbing up these huge steps, you finally get to this landing. And as you pull yourself up onto the landing, you hear a loud fanfare of music. You hear people laughing. You see a whole little community here. There's a giant wheel in the middle that's spinning. There are other tables, and it's clear that this is a gambling center of some kind. I just There's look a lot at, of carousing. I, I look over at Garen and just kind of like side-eye the gambling table and then look back at Garen. How are you at gambling? Mm, my whole life has been a gamble, so pretty okay, I guess. You're still alive. Exactly. Uh, do we want to stop at gamble? I have a feeling it might be required. Well, let, let us see. Let us watch and find out what other people are doing. Do these okay. other people look normal? There are some that are normal. You see a number of tieflings. Um, you see some creatures that look uh, like angels. Um, you see some that look like a mix. Um, 
much like the uh, creature that led you to the infinite staircase or, or let you in, you see a number of those uh, kind of women, angelic sort of snake creatures floating around as well. And there's a lot of you know people uh, playing different games of chance. Um, and you hear Barker saying, step right up, step right up to the wheel of fortune. Hmm. Is that is that the only thing that's going on in this area? It's just the the gambling. Yeah, the gambling, the carousing. I mean, there's just there's yeah people. There's not like uh, tents or anything or houses. No, not that you see. Okay. And are there gates on this level too? Yes. Okay. Oh, I watch. Wait. Weren't we supposed to look for something on the gate of fortune? There was a thing, a person. Oh, Samuel. Yeah, that guy. The fawn. Do we see a fawn? All right, you guys um, make your way through, and as you do, you will look around. Uh, like I said, there's a, a lot of uh, excitement going on. Just it, It's very noisy, but it's both, it, 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 for some reason, it feels like the perfect temperature. Like, it's not too hot, it's not too cold. You're just extremely comfortable here. And you do see a fawn rolling some dice. He has wings, but other than that, he looks just like a normal fawn. He's rolling some dice, and he's playing with two other people. What do they look like? So, um, Ryan and Sam, I'm going to let you describe the other two people. Okay, so for my character, what you see is a humanoid shape, but he's insanely shy. He's completely made of metal. He has a thin cloak that layers over him. There's intricate details all over his body. He has a shield on his back, and he wields a morning star on his back as well. And he's just overall very chipper and very positive. And you see a woman in a forest green cloak with um, like what looks like half of a, like half of a mask that covers the bottom half of her face and um, a longbow strapped to her back and uh, two short swords at her side. And they're just kind of palling around. And what she's race? a human? Uh, yep. From the look of the face, you can see human. Okay. Right. No point in ears, if that helps. <laughs> I want to observe to see what the fawn is doing with these two. They seem to be just talking, having a good time. Um, they're playing some dice, and they're they're playing sort of a... I think of it like a roulette sort of game. And so the dealer that you do see back there is a... Um, it's like, it looks like a goblin, except for its bottom half is made of some kind of cloud material, almost like uh, if you mixed a gin with a goblin. Interesting. A hmm. uh, joblin? <laughs> sure. So is this like a table situation where there's seats around or... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, just think and, of, well, think of it like a. It's not. It's like a roulette table, casino. Uh, so they're three like clustered on the very end, or are they like off to a side? Or yeah, they're just clustered on the end. Okay. They seem to be joking around, having a good time. Right. Um, I'll go up and I'll try to two days. figure out what they're doing. Like I would think, Garen hasn't actually gambled, so like this. So he wants to try and figure out the game, and then he'll kind of mimic bets, mimic a bet. Okay. Depending on what they're doing. Yeah, give me an intelligence roll. At least that's my strong suit. Just a straight intelligence? Yeah. Uh, 14. Um, so you, you think you've got a pretty good grasp of the game. Um, you place a bet and you win uh, 25 gold. Okay. Ooh. Well, Garen, you are pretty lucky. 
at least one time, a couple of times. Um, I'll look at the the fawn and uh, say, "Are you Samael, perhaps?" Yes. Who wants to know? Well, I am Garen, and this is my friend Zilara. Hello, um, Garen. This is my my new friend Abu and my other friend Siobhan. Abu and Siobhan. It's yes. a pleasure to meet you as well. Uh, Abu will put his hand out and say, nice to meet you. You as well. I'll shake it. Very you firm, are... firm, very firm shake, tight grip. If you do not mind, what are you? That is a good question. I've been looking for the answer, but I am metal. I see that. He's, um, he, he's very he'll metal. Just, he'll just like tap against his chest and ting, ting, ting. And uh, <laughs> Garen reaches out and like does the same thing. Ah, solid, I see. Interesting. Solid as a house. <laughs> yes, a very shiny house. And I just like stare at him. I don't know of many houses made of metal. That's our, our house is made of metal. Where you're from? Different houses for different people. He's a, he looks both of you up and down, and he when he looks at you guys, he goes, "Say you're a four. And when he looks at Zalara, he goes, "Maybe a five. Um, what is I this scale? Maybe they're at um, least sixes. I'm not sure. He just has frilly clothes on she at least looks like she can move around yeah but he's got that cat and it looks like it's dangerous mm, she can be quite vicious yes mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. met a cat i can't fight yet yeah but it, what can that cat do look at it, it shimmers a little bit yeah. yes remember Apu, we are uh, between planes you will see so many different things around here that you don't think are violent but are violent and scary yeah, and, and her threat level might be higher. She's pretty lean, you know, so she can run away quickly, I bet. Yes. Run away doesn't raise your threat at all. You're just running away. How low is it? Maybe she's a three then. So what are you then, if I am a four? I'm easily an eight, but I'm a threat to myself, so my threat level will be max, so ten. Oh, this, you see him twitch a little bit, like he can't really <laughs> figure out anymore. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll round it. We'll call it a nine. And what about okay. you? Depends on when you're asking me. It's not really an answer, Siobhan. And uh, Apu just looks Siobhan up and down again. It's like, mm, I give a good eight, yeah. followed by a four. And then maybe a two. Depends on if you yeah. see me first. True. Yeah. My friends, I must ask, what, um, you came here knowing my name? Oh, yes. Uh, actually, um, a snake lady, she told us we could talk to you, um, about getting a, what was it called? A chrono, chrono key, chrono Loki? A chrono Loki? Chrono. Yes. That thing. Yes. Well, of course, I can definitely do that for you. Um, what do you have to offer me? A chrono Loki is not easy to make. It takes a lot of effort, and it is costly. What kind of cost are we talking? Well, it's funny that you should ask that. So, I may have sold, not sold, but unintentionally traded the deed of my house to one... Uh, let me get down, because I can't find it. <laughs> um... I, I may have unintentionally traded the deed to my house to one uh, Lord Malthazan. Lord um, Malthazan? Yes. And where is he? Well, um, he resides in the plain of boiling mud. And uh, when you say you unintentionally lost it, how, how do you do that? We were playing cards. You bet it. Kind of intentional. Give me any other kind of credit. Ah. Yeah, I've seen and plenty of people lose their shirts in a good game of cards. 
I have plenty of shirts. I just lost my house. <laughs> um, I do not suppose the Lord Malthazan will actually Malthazan. give it up willingly. No. Soul had to trade for it or kill him for it? I do not know. That is up to you. That is where the cost comes in. Hmm. Hmm. So, if we do this, get your deed mm. back mm. and you make a chrono key. Mm. Yes. Loki. Chrono Loki. Chrono Loki. Correct. Um. I mean, I don't know what else we can do. Sorry, I, I don't mean to, to pry into, uh, obviously, you're very a uh, specific conversation you're having, but uh, I think my friend AP and I can uh, can help you with that. I thought it was to... Apu. Well, it's it's APU, but that's a that's a whole mouth mouthful. So <laughs> it's a nickname. <laughs> oh, that is the shortened version. I am fully automaton protection unit. Apu. AP is the exact same syllables as Apu. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, it'd be APU would be my name. Apu just is people making words. Ah. You okay. pronounce it like you see you walk into a room and you say, "Who made APU?" It's stinky. <laughs> I, I guess, yeah. Um, but see, my, my, my friend us? and I, um, we, we're looking to, to travel, and uh, we have yet to have anything of sufficient value to acquire ourselves a chrono key. Chrono key. A chrono key. And I think that, you know, it would be beneficial for both of us if we could get one hmm well i mean can you make two for this deal um, where are you two attempting to go anywhere it's more the journey than the destination but i'm looking for others like me Ooh, i like these guys and i'm looking for somebody specific may we have this specific per person's name no i don't know it i'll know him when i see him though Wait, so what? you are looking for somebody that you do not know? Mm -hmm. I've heard about him. Mm -hmm. Sounds like our kind of people, Zilara. <sighs> well, well, I mean, I, we I, don't know what this Lord Malthazan will be like, and we could use some backup. Or front up, what do you do? You are threat level 8 and 9. What kind of threat? Uh, so, go on, AP. You first. So the number is a threat to me. How dangerous ah. I consider you. Okay. Well. Uh, and I uh, shoot you dead before you see me. <laughs> you. Okay. Delightful. Well, and what? I... How do you feel about thievery and or murdering some random guy we do not know for a house deed just to get out of here? Does it get me a chronoloki? It will get me a chronoloki, and you are welcome to come along. Does it get me off the staircase and to somewhere else? Either that or death, yes. That sounds like a fair trade to me. Samuel, how many uses mm. will your chronoloki have? Five before it must be recharged. How does one recharge a chronoloki? Yeah, you can go to the guild and they can recharge it for a fee, or come back to me and I will recharge it for a fee as well. What kind of fee? Oh, that is just called hard cash. And how much hard cash? It depends on how many charges for all five. Five thousand gold. And um, what guild are we looking for? The guild of the planeswalkers, of course. 
planeswalkers. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. But we would have to use a charge to get to this guild, yes? Yes. That is why it is better to have a key than a chrono Loki. Mm. And how do we acquire one of those? Those are specially made and you usually have to fight a very powerful magician to get one. Hmm. Aren't we looking for one of those? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. You weren't with us when we spoke with him. What was his name? Ambrose. Thank you. Um, that doesn't even ring a bell. <laughs> the guy with the weed. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> um, He's also Cavalian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yes, we we knew a fellow who claims to have had one at one point, a key. Oh, do tell. Do you know of a man named Kavalian? Yes. You've heard of him. Have you met him? Yes. What do you know of him? <laughs> I know very little. He is not a man to be trifled with. Did you attempt to trifle with him? No. Good. I am not stupid. What did? What was your business with him? Or did you just meet I him in passing? I do not know you, so I will not go into that. <laughs> but I think we have a good agreement. I believe yes. we do. I, I, I know something about Kavalian. Oh, do you? The Ooh. man I'm looking for talked to him from the description before he disappeared. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's all I know about Kavalian. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, do we shake on this or what happens? Uh, how are, uh, how are deals made here? Oh, blood oath, of course. Mm-hmm. Is that a joke? No, of course not. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it's a joke. You can always choose to seal it with a kiss. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, if you would choose to seal it with a kiss, I am open. But a handshake will suffice. Just a second. So he's a fawn. Mm. Does he have hands? Yeah. Why wouldn't he? He's a fawn. A fawn? Like, I'm thinking a little yeah. deer. No, like a, a satyr. Like, yeah. Oh. M- Mr. Like Mr. Tumnus. Got it. <laughs> I was thinking we were talking to a deer this whole time, and I was like, I have no idea how he's like. <laughs> he's rolling dice. Yeah, wow. I don't know how this is working. Like, he must just have him in his mouth or something. I don't that's know. That's even more. I mean, I love it. Yeah, um, that's weird enough. But <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Brain realign. Okay. okay, this makes more sense right. now. Got it. <laughs> um, very well. Then I'll shake <laughs> his hand. And I guess, how do we get to Lord Maltazan? Well, since that is your intent now, it should be no more than a day's journey up the staircase. And here is a one-time Chrono Loki. He hands you just a small one. This will only work into the plane of boiling mud. If you try it on any other door, you will be annihilated. Oh, okay. It's good to know. Um, I so want to send a well, poo to try to open a different door with it just for kicks. <laughs> And we will cut to it's Redleaf Grove again. And buried in the mud of the area, we see a hand come up and we see Dulad lift himself out of the muck and the grime. He'll he'll look around and see if he can see anyone that he knew. You see no one that you knew there. What you do notice is that the heart tree itself is withering 
The trees that were so vibrant, even under the snow, are losing their leaves rapidly. And it's like all the life is being sucked out of the earth itself. So he'll, he'll get up, he'll dust himself off. Uh, not seeing any bodies or anything of anyone he knew, he will make his way out of the grove. And with that, we'll call the episode. Thanks for listening to the prelude of Beholder's Eye Season 2, Dealing with a Deer. We hope you all enjoyed the story so far. We thought it would be good to make a firm mark here since three out of the four original crew members are now lords or gods or just straight up dead. I hope you enjoyed the Crucian crew as well. I know I'm having a great time getting to know the characters and seeing where their journey takes them. I'm also excited for you all to hear all the weird planar stuff that we have coming up for the Chaos Quartet. Remember, if you want to support Beholder's Eye, our Patreon is patreon.com forward slash Beholder's iPod. If you can't support us financially but want to help out the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Check out our website, beholdersicast.com, and follow us on Twitter at Beholder's iPod. You can follow Ryan, who plays Dulod Usk and APU at Duff Duff the Third. Ben, who plays Garen and Drathan at Miro 4, D2. Kim, who plays Zalara and Rosie at Mets Girl. And Sam, who plays Siobhan and Nita at Samslot 007. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Editing performed by Sam Canary. Music and effects editing by Benjamin Floyd. Music from filmmusic.io. Entertainment, Tranquil Field, Eastern by Alexander Nakarada. SerpentSoundStudios.com. Healing, Minstrel Guild, Floating Cities, Spring Thaw, Curse of the Scarab, and Our Journey Begins by Kevin McLeod, Incompetech.com. License under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0. License, creativecommons.org, forward slash licenses, forward slash by, forward slash 4.0. Sound effects by Zapsblatt.com. Check the show notes for further details. This work is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Like 4.0 International License, creativecommons.org, forward slash licenses, forward slash by, forward slash 4.0.